Good morning, contrarians. Very early morning here in Las Vegas, Nevada, 3.30 a.m., but I'm working East Coast hours, so that's all that matters, 6.30 a.m. on the East Coast. And stocks are looking to rally this morning, a day after we had modest gains for the S&P and NASDAQ. Dow closed lower, but Dow doesn't really matter um, in the grand scheme of things especially if the S&P is moving higher. But as of this hour, we have tech stocks leading things higher. The NASDAQ now up 1.2% in the pre-market. S&P and Dow up a little less. Individual stocks making moves. I can tell you about Nucor, Wynn Resorts, and Las Vegas Sands, all keeping with the Las Vegas theme here. The three of those are up 4%. But then on the flip side, we have Paycom Soft, which is down almost 5%, and Caesars, another Las Vegas stock, which is down about 3%. So I suspect those are earnings-related. Wasn't paying very close attention to earnings in the after hours yesterday. But commodities are looking to bounce. We have WTI crude up 3% to trade around $103 a barrel. Copper is up 2%. Platinum is up over 2% and silver up 1.5%, gold up a little less. Um, bonds are seeing some bids as well here. The yield on the 10-year is moving back down below 3%. It's now down to two, trade around 294 Remember, it was way up to 3.2, I believe, uh, earlier in the week. And the uh, two-year is down three basis points to 2.6%. Cryptos are even seeing signs of life. Bitcoin is up 2% to trade around 32000 All right. So today is all about inflation. The consumer price index reading from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, that drops at 8.30 Eastern time. That is the main economic data released for today. It's really the only economic data released for today. And what this number may tell us today is whether inflation has, in fact, peaked. Uh, the peak, it, well, the, the, what may have been the peak was 8.5%. That was the CPI number last month. Actually, the previous month, but we, in last month's reading, the reading for March. And if you stripped out food and energy, the so-called core CPI was 6.5%. Now, what economists are expecting for today for this month's reading is 8.1% year over year for the CPI. All figures I just cited are year over year. Those are the only ones I I really pay attention to. So 8.1%, that's for the CPI. And the core, the economists are expecting an increase of 6%, and it was 6.5%. So those are the numbers. The core CPI is the key one to look for, 6%. Remember, the headlines that you see about 8%, 8%, not whatever the number is. Uh, those are just, that's just news media trying to get clicks. The important thing as far as markets are concerned are these estimates and where the number falls in relation to these estimates. And I've done, I've been studying these numbers here over the last couple of years and it looks, and, and I, I say this every month when we go through CPI, but economists, for all their faults, they're usually pretty good at predicting this. Unless there's a major outlier like war in Ukraine, COVID, or something like that, they usually get this one pretty right, and they rarely miss by more than one-tenth or two-tenths of a percent. 
I have the data here that I've reproduced for you again since the start of 2020 that there's just been five times that they missed by more than those 10 or, or 20 basis points. So, and those were all during uh, major dislocations due to COVID, stimulus checks, or war in Ukraine. Now, there's a couple outliers there, but maybe one outlier. But um, last month was, again, pretty close to what they, they had been anticipating within one-tenth one, one tenth of one percent, if memory serves. So I would not expect this to deviate all that much from the survey number. The market knows this, and so potentially that the, – I, at least I assume the market knows this. Maybe not. But I w- therefore, I would assume that it doesn't – it's not going to need all that much to move markets. And if this comes in soft, if it comes in below the 8.1% or 6% for core, then you could see a relief rally. If it exceeds it, if it comes in hot – then you could see sustained, should see sustained selling again to resume. We have some earnings today as well. Yeti Holdings just reported they beat on top and bottom line estimates and looks like they maintained guidance for the rest of the year. Wendy's, that is a portfolio company, they're due to report before the open at 9.30. Let's see if they have. I don't think they were due to report quite yet. And no, I don't see anything here from Wendy's. And then the other one is Krispy Kreme, also in the pre-market. After the close this afternoon, we'll hear from Disney, Bumble, Sonos, Beyond Meat, and Rivian Automotive. Those are the the, the head the headlines, at least headlines. The bottom line. All right, so this is futures look pretty buoyant right now, but remember, this can happen in bear markets where you have futures higher and a higher open, and then things kind of collapse. But today, the key is going to be the CPI report. And if this comes in hot, like I said, then there could be uh, trouble. But even if it does come, doesn't come in hot, you know, and if there is a relief rally, it's worth pointing out that the relief rallies we've seen these last six months or so have been very short-lived. And this is typical of bear markets. Remember that things do not actually move in a straight line up or down, contrary to what you might think or believe or read, but there are always little hiccups on along the way. Um, and this is actually one area where maybe technical indicators, the, the moving averages can come in handy just to kind of see the trend of where things are going. I certainly wouldn't read more into it than that, but what do I know? That's just me. Um, and anyway, the, the S&P isn't even technically in a bear market yet. We're still, what, like 4% away, percentage points away from that. So if today's CPI report provides indications that inflation has peaked, then who knows? Maybe maybe we're through the worst of this. But there, you know, again, I, I repeat what I've been saying here, which is that sometimes once you have sustained selling of this magnitude, eventually the macro data just doesn't matter. Selling sustains, begets selling, and eventually you have a wealth destruction effect. People feel poor, they are poor, their 401ks are, are smaller, they cut back on spending, that, ca- that causes businesses to cut back on hiring and on their expansions, and then you have a recession. That's really all it needs. So sometimes when people say stocks don't matter for the economy, well, yeah, okay, fine, but when they do have major moves over a sustained period, they absolutely do. This is what happened in, in the early 2000s. I was there. I saw it. Most of you were too young. 
And, uh, you know, no reason this can't happen again here. But it all depends. We'll see. We'll see. Nobody knows exactly what's going to happen, of course. That's why we have to do these things and look at all these data and see how they come in and see how the market reacts. That's what we got today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. I was going to make this one free, but now I don't feel like it. People should pay for this. And, and um, so, yeah, you, you guys are going to get it and, and the others aren't. That's all there is to it. Oh, I record a new podcast today, right? Today's Wednesday. Yeah, I was supposed to record it last week, but there's some snafu. Anyway, that's coming up later. Will You will get it. Others will not. That's what we got today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.